Welcome, and thank you for joining Dan Twing, President and COO at Enterprise Management Associates, and Robbie Dick, Solutions Marketing Manager at BMC Software, for part three of a three-part podcast series on workload automation and the state of digital transformation. Hi, I'm Dan Twing, President and COO at EMA. I'm back with Robbie Dick, Solutions Marketing Manager with BMC in our third and final of a three-part podcast series discussing results from my recent research report from scheduler to automation fabric for the enterprise, WLA transformation in 2023. In our previous two podcasts, we've talked about the state of digital transformation and how most companies are still working their way through it. The second podcast, we, we spent some time talking about the impact uh, automation and orchestration are having in supporting digital transformation. This time we're going to talk about the proliferation of automation and orchestration across the organization. In the research, we found that a lot of different roles are using workload automation now. Uh, my experience was maybe if you look back 10 or 15 years, you'd see 15, 20, 25 logins to a workload tool. Today, we're seeing hundreds uh, of users, and in some cases, uh, organizations, big organizations are approaching a thousand users, and they're from a variety of roles, both uh, across IT and across uh, business roles. Robbie, how does that uh, fit with what you see with your customers? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Dan, as I mentioned earlier, I've been doing this for quite a, a long time. I can remember back in the day when it was, you know, completely in the domain of IT operations and IT, and that's uh, the only people that we worked with and the only people that were working on the solution. And now, uh, in in some of the uh, meetings I'm at with the, with prospects and customers, it's I don't want to say the exact opposite. Uh, IT operations is still involved, but uh, there's many. Uh, meetings where it is predominantly non-IT operations that are involved. So I know I mentioned a story earlier. One of our customers, Raymond James, they uh, just did a did a video uh, for us that you can find online. But talks about uh, 700 users that they have uh, that are interacting with Control M and their workload environment, and I believe that's across 700 or so business apps. But they uh, th those are business users using business apps. Of course, IT operations is still involved, but you know, hearing numbers like that, hundreds nearing thousands, where uh, it's uh, it, it's a different group that's getting involved that needs to get involved. And uh, it's fantastic and helps them along their journey. Yes. And, and you know, when, when we asked about that, I mean, still IT operations are, are the most predominant folks, but uh, we, you know, I've been seeing a lot more of the VP and CIO or, you know, CIO and C-level within IT, um, certainly, you know, engaging with across IT, you see a lot of use from folks who are involved with creating and managing cloud environments, IT financial optimization folks, DevOps teams, as we talked a lot about in, in the second podcast. Um, oh. A new one that's starting to crop up is, is IoT and edge and sweeping data from the edge. And there, you know, and network folks are, are also involved. So that's a lot of, and security, you can't forget about them. So we're seeing a lot more of that. Also IT service management teams and asset management folks. And then the business users who own these processes, like in your your Raymond James example, yeah, the uh, yeah the IoT, you know, the stories that I mentioned earlier, Navistar, Railink. I mean, they're all about IoT sensors and the involvement of of those folks. Uh, 
you know, non-traditional folks in the workflows, it's uh, it's critical. I mean, in production at scale matters, and I think that's still predominantly IT operations. But uh, it's as we all know, it's about the applications and the data, and the, those users are uh, you, you name the role across the business, and they're getting involved in ways they haven't before. Right, and we actually uh, asked uh, another question. I actually asked a series of questions about the different business departments and how they're engaging. And while we don't need to delve into that data, certainly anyone with interest can, can get the report. We'll, we'll give you the link at the end of the podcast. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like folks, if they really saw under the covers, just how many different business departments uh, and, and the things they rely on are ultimately driven in the back end by the workload tools. Um, and th there's a quite a bit of data in this report that, that gets into that topic. You know, I was really surprised to see that, you know, like sales teams care <laughs> that a lot of their commissions and, and closed deals and stuff that workload is pushing that data around and pushing the, those reports out. Those departments, uh, maybe they don't know they're leaning on workload, but there's an awful lot that is, underpinned by these tools. Yeah, I mean, I was completely blown away by that as well. The sales, particularly be, being the one, uh, uh, somebody knows. I mean, somebody knows. And that's uh, that's uh, very uh, heartening to me. Somebody in the organization knows that, you know, workload uh, automation and workflow orchestration is critical to basically all, all the integrations between those disparate apps that need to work together to deliver a business service. So while, you know, the the salespeople themselves might not know somebody in the organization does, and that's why they're getting involved and being proactive in the new WLA initiative. So I think it's uh, it's great. It's going the right direction, the, the way it needs to. Right. Um, I'd like to delve a little more into the connection with with DevOps and the developers because I think we've we've seen enough examples of the business folks who care about an outcome. They don't really care about, you know, 60, 80, 100 jobs to get there. They just want that outcome. And some of the dashboards that have been exposed allow them to look at it from their viewpoint first and look upstream from there. Um, but, you know, and, and we, you know, we've seen that engagement. The area for me where we, where we could benefit from even more engagement, I think, is, is with the development team and just because as we were talking in the second podcast, how that drives the ability to deliver these digital transformation processes, perhaps faster, perhaps even with less code, if there's some capabilities that can be leveraged from the workload tool and not have to be written into a specific custom app. So, you know, we asked another question about how does, how does your developers in your organization feel about workload automation? And, we can't, we don't have visuals here in a podcast, so I'll go with the pie chart summary of that. We had about 48% who have a very traditional view. We have about 25% though, that are 24% that are really um, dev positive, I would say. Their developers get it and they're plugged in and, and the balance uh, are, are sort of neutral at this time. And you sort of see it slowly you know, moving in that direction. Do you feel that with, with the accounts you work with? I, you know, I do. Yeah. I mean, I, it was, it, 
this discipline and category has been around a long time. It was, you know, for much of its early life was 100 uh, percent IT operations and operations. So, uh, you know, the fact that it's, you know, mostly ops now in that data that you mentioned, uh, but still right around the 50 percent mark. I mean, th th that's still positive movement. And I think an understanding that uh, that the developers realize that uh Maybe there's something that WLA can provide to them that uh, that they don't necessarily have to manually code or do themselves. If there's some capabilities that they can get out of the box with integration and let them focus on the you know the heavy duty development parts they need to of their business service or their application, I, I, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. I think probably five or ten years ago it would have been a, a net negative response from many of the developers or the development sure. category yeah, generally absolutely. and you know now I, i'm not seeing that it's seen that some are still fairly neutral but uh many many are positive and uh, uh so I, I i think it's movement in the right direction but again it it's gonna it's going to take time and uh you know get, getting the word out in in uh in you know product enhancements and in uh category coverage like you do and uh, it's moving the right direction and like you said those that uh, where developers are more heavily involved are uh, much farther along on that journey that uh, that we talked about in that first podcast i mean the, the proofs in the pudding yeah there's a real high correlation between those who are mature in their digital transformation and those that have a developer organization who is positive towards workload uh, automation and, and orchestration in, in general uh, and how it can help them with their apps. In terms of the self-service, we've seen a lot of the self-service things that we've done for the end user organization, that the, uh, the business owners, they, they certainly have more insight and visibility and even control in some cases. And I think if, if a developer is working on a process that requires that interaction, certainly they can build that directly. But some of that status stuff, it, it might be better left to let the workload tool communicate those alerts and things. And I think understanding that relationship is, is really uh, important for them to be productive uh, and make the most of the tool. I know you're doing a lot with self-service in an upcoming release. It, yes, uh, we have been and continue to uh, continue to do so. And when we, you know, when we talk about self-service, that's one of the kind of key categories of of uh, enhancements. We're really talking about all the non-traditional users, uh, whether they're you know um, developers, whether they're data professionals, whether line of business, whether you know managers uh, out there in the business somewhere. And we, I mean, we've got story after story. Some are. Uh, uh, like Unum or Reva or Hershey's, where uh, you can uh, see different uh, users that are involved in different ways, in very non-traditional ways, and uh, in a spectrum. Some are uh, some are just doing insights or visibility for those uh, self-service users. Some are giving them, I don't want to say complete control or administrative capabilities, but maybe in a in a dev or a pre-prod environment, they're giving. Th them the ability to control or administrate their workflows. Of course, probably not in production at scale, uh, right? There's still uh, maybe insight and some visibility, but not complete control for those business users. But, uh, you know, modern uh, capabilities and control them, especially in the last couple of releases, allow for anywhere on that spectrum to be uh, delivered, kind of a freedom in the framework that the IT ops uh, can, uh, can work with all those uh, disparate, untraditional users in the organization. 
Right. And, and, you know, instead of having to build that, that communication channel as part of a process, if it's relating to status and, and, or restart or what have you, um, this is an area where a developer could lean more on this tool and not have to build those parts out. And it, if, and from the user perspective, if you're, if you're involved in numerous processes, you're going to learn that dashboard and that capability. And, and it, it, there's, you know, less disruption to absorb a new process in an, in a, pathway you're already familiar with the I think that's where a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, benefit can come well with that um, I think uh, I hope you enjoyed the whole series here if you didn't catch the first two I encourage you to do so this wraps our three-part podcast series and you can get more information if you'd like to the full research report is available at bmc.com forward slash wla transformation